Well, hello there and welcome in to the latest edition of the Nation's College Basketball Show and Podcast. We have reached the Sweet 16 and we're ready to go with four more games on Thursday night. We'll be followed by four more games on Friday night in the 2023 Big Dance. I am the somewhat competent host, TJ Reed. Straight ahead, we're going to hear from a voice up in the Northeast that you get to get a lot of insight from on anything happening with the Big East, the New York area teams, et cetera. And obviously, there are two games being played on the Madison Square Garden floor coming up on Thursday night. Those are Kansas State and Michigan State, followed by Florida Atlantic and Tennessee. Adam Zagoria will be with us. I love the Zags blog for some intel on all the New York area teams, the Big East teams. Of course, the coaching news this week with Ed Cooley leaving Providence to go to Georgetown. Even bigger, though, Rick Pitino. Ricky P is back in the Big East. Yeah, so much for Iona is going to be my final job. Oh, St. John's is going to pay me how much? To come be the coach. So Patino at 70 years young, back in the Big East after some 35, 36 years ago, he was at Providence College leading them to the Final Four. So you'll hear Adam Zagoria talking about those coaching moves, the games at Madison Square Garden, and even the Princeton Tigers out of the Ivy League in the Jersey area. They're in the Sweet 16 playing on Friday. Adam will talk all about that. You read him in the New York Times on Forbes.com and the Zags blog, Adam Zagoria, coming up in a few moments. Thank you for finding us. However you have found us here on uh, College Basketball Coast to, Coast to Coast, make sure that you're following, subscribing on the podcast feed. Make sure that you are also part of us on the streaming tune-in channel as well as we come your way. Uh, prior to games, after games, all the way through to the Final Four in Houston. We'll be live in Houston this time next week. When everything gets rolling with whichever four teams are left out of the likes of Alabama, Houston, Texas, UCLA, Michigan State, Gonzaga, uh, Creighton, uh, who's going to end up? Miami, Tennessee, who's going to end up being there in Houston? We will be there as part of College Basketball Coast to Coast, the show, the podcast, and streaming on the TuneIn channel, College Basketball Coast to Coast. So thank you for finding us. Again, we've got four games that are coming up. That starts with Michigan State and Kansas State is the first one up just after 6.30 Eastern time at the Garden. That is the East Regional first matchup in the Sweet 16. Just after 7.15 Eastern time, about halftime of that game, it's Arkansas and UConn playing in Las Vegas. The first time ever for a regional final in Vegas as the, uh, the UConn Huskies out of the Big East and the Arkansas Razorbacks, who've already knocked off the top seed, Kansas, they will do battle. And then it's Florida Atlantic and Tennessee back in New York at Madison Square Garden in the second game of two, somewhere around 10 after 9 Eastern time or thereabouts, depending on how long the Kansas State and Michigan State goes. And then UCLA-Gonzaga is probably the marquee matchup. The two brand names of the West will be playing at 6.45-ish Pacific time, maybe, maybe as late as 7 Pacific time for Gonzaga-UCLA in Las Vegas. Uh, right around 10 Eastern time for the two seed and the three seed in the West. Those two teams uh, played an epic semifinal game. Remember the Jalen Suggs half-court shot won it for Gonzaga in the COVID-19 compressed NCAA tournament all in the greater Indianapolis area back two years ago when Gonzaga won on the last second shot at the Final Four. All right, so now Gonzaga-UCLA again in the matchup upcoming there in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. Obviously, the Friday night games we'll talk more about as uh, Friday rolls around with Alabama, San Diego State, Creighton, and Princeton uh, duking it out in Louisville, Kentucky. And in Kansas City, it's Houston and Miami. 
Xavier and Texas, the one and the two seed, both survived in the Midwest bracket. That is the only one where the one and the two are both there between Houston and Texas. And wouldn't it be interesting if those two teams square off for a spot in Houston at the Final Four come Sunday afternoon? We'll find out about those. Without further delay, though, here, let's get into the matchups coming at Madison Square Garden. Let's talk a little coaching carousel news, especially in the Big East with Rick Patino. Let's do all of that with a special guest right now on College Basketball Coast to Coast. As promised, I'm looking forward to a poolside chat, although I don't know what kind of pools they're going to have in Houston. It's kind of landlocked. It's not exactly on the water, et cetera. But Adam Zagori is always good to be with me. I love his insight, the Zags blog, the New York Times, Forbes.com. He's writing all over the place about March Madness, the NCAA tournament. And man, is there a lot to discuss, especially if you're in the Northeast, uh, because in addition to the games, Rick Patino is back in the Big East. So a lot to talk about. First of all, good to be with you. Uh, I'm looking forward to being with you in Houston. We'll know the four teams in Houston by Sunday night late. This is a great time of the year. Good to good to be back with you, Adam. It's always great, TJ. And we will have to find a pool in, in Houston. There's There's got to be at least one hotel pool in Houston. That I we're think see. the only one we've missed was Minnesota in recent years when we've had a final four and we've been together because we just couldn't find a pool in Minnesota. It's too stinking cold. Uh, but, yeah. but other than that, whether it's been Phoenix or new Orleans or whatever, uh, we take care of it. All right. Enough about aquatics, uh, Rick Patino. So this, uh, look, this is not a surprise. This had been out there for a couple of weeks since St. John's had made the move uh, to get rid of Mike Anderson, Patino interest, Patino previous ties to the Big East. You were in and around the press conference. Your reaction to all of this at 70 years of age, Rick Patino, back to the future, is back in the Big East. Yeah, I mean, um, look, there's there's so many things to talk about there. Um, the bottom line is it's, it's kind of been inevitable for a few weeks. Uh, Rick has said for a long time that he first he said he was never going to leave Iona and Iona was his last job. That's right. He also said he didn't like being in a one bid league in the Mac. Um, he didn't like the fact that their postseason tournament was in Atlantic City. So there is no advantage to winning the regular season, being the number one seed. Um, and then St. John's, you know, fired Mike Anderson. And, you know, Rick lives on the third hole of the winged foot golf club here in Mamaroneck. New York and Westchester. So he doesn't have to move his house. Kind of like when Shaheen Holloway left St. Peter's to go to Seton Hall, he doesn't have to move. Um, now the uh, press conference was something else. I mean, he's 70 years old. He 98 year old Luke Carnesecca was there. Um, the room was filled, you know, Rick charmed him and won the press conference. I will say that the most fascinating thing but the press conference is that, you know, normally a handful of players from the coach's new team will be there to support him. Um, he only had one player there, Joel Soriano, and then proceeded to say, I'm going to build everything around Joel and, <laughs> um, and basically said, you know, I'm going to have a lot of turnover on the roster and there's going to be a lot of transfers. And then went a step further and said, I asked around about the character of the guys on the team and I did not get good reports reports the only good report i got was on joel mm. so that was uh that was pretty interesting yeah all of this but he's, out recruiting. he's out recruiting today he and steve massiel are out here 
at Archbishop Stepanak, you know, checking in on some of the top high school kids and, you know, they're going to hit the portal pretty hard. Yeah, no time to waste. And obviously we know, I mean, there's baggage there. I mean, there's NCAA baggage there, St. John's, and St. John's has got a mess because they're trying not to pay Mike Anderson. So the last chapters are not written on all of this. But clearly, just one more time as a quick comment, uh, this is nothing but upside for the Big East in terms of attention, trying to bring, bring St. John's back to some prominence, having, having a lot of their prominent games at Madison Square Garden. All, all of this from a... Uh, attention and interest standpoint just got elevated. That's obvious. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to um, Bruce Beck. He's a long time NBC TV guy here in New York at the press conference. And he said, look, you know, New York has nine professional teams in the four sports. And when St. John's is really good and St. John's is cooking, you know, they could be the 10th team. Um, you know, New York's not really a college town because we, because we've got nine pro teams. But obviously, it doesn't get any. Um, you can't find a better coach than Rick Pitino. He's, you know, Hall of Famer, and if anyone can get them going, it's him. And you know, it's good for the Big East. You got Ed Cooley going to Georgetown from Providence. It's good for the Big East. It's good for college basketball when St. John's and Georgetown are both good. Um, neither one has been good for a while, and um, you know, you got to expect both these guys are going to hit the portal and turn things around, you know, in short order. All right. Uh, all right. So, so let's get into Thursday. And I want to talk to you not only about the games at the Garden that you'll be around, but first off, UConn, speaking of the Big East, you were in Albany and watched them in that pod. Their two wins over Rick Patino's Iona team, where they really uh, played outstanding, especially in the second half of that game. Then they followed up with the win over St. Mary's, shot the ball well once again. Um, my, my feeling, just watching this very dangerous team for Danny Hurley, especially when they are making shots like that. Can it continue? That's a different argument, but tell me what you saw up close and personal out of UConn as they get ready to play Arkansas on Thursday night in the West regional, but you just saw them. Yeah. I mean, look, um, they were ranked as high as number two in the country earlier in the year. The Huskies, they started off 14 and zero. people were talking about them contending for their fifth national championship, you know, no program since 1999 has won more titles than Connecticut. They have four. There's, you know, a lot of pressure on Dan Hurley, who obviously is a Jersey guy to take UConn deep in the tournament. And they have everything. I mean, you know, people call them kind of Noah's Ark earlier in the year because they have two of everything, you know, with Adama <laughs> Sinogo and Donovan Klingon down low. I mean, those two guys are a handful for any team. Sonogo has just been a monster. I think he's had 52 points and 28 rebounds or something like that in his last two games. Um, and then you bring in Donovan Klingon, who I wrote about in today's New York Times, um, who's seven foot two and is a future NBA guy off the bench. I mean, that is just a monster load for any team to deal with. And then, you know, they got Jordan Hawkins, a future NBA two guard who can get hot from three and kind of lit up St. Mary's the other day. So, um, you know, they got a lot of pieces, Andre Jackson, Alex Caravan, they really have a deep team and it's going to get interesting now that, you know, they could have faced Kansas, right. But Kansas was upset by Arkansas. So, um, you know, it's kind of be careful what you wish for. You, you didn't get Kansas, but this Arkansas team is still really good. So um, I think they've got a chance to go deep. Jay Billis, pick them to win the tournament for what that's worth. Um, 
but you know, every team you're going to play from here on out is, is going to be really good. And that Arkansas team, long athletic, a couple of NBA caliber players on it. And then you've got Gonzaga and UCLA on the other side of it out in Las Vegas too. Uh, very talented teams with veteran coaches. That is going to be a uh, very interesting to watch. All right, let's bring it to the garden. You will be there for the Thursday night action between Florida Atlantic and Tennessee, Michigan State, Kansas State. All right, it is not Duke. It is not uh, Purdue. It is not Kentucky in there. We have what we have uh, with this. Some fascinating storylines, if not the bigger names, the Blue Bloods. I, I mean, give me your thought here on this, because certainly out of Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, and Kansas State, nobody had one of those in the Final Four, and yet that's 75% of what's in New York at the Garden, Adam, real quick. Yeah, I mean, it's not as sexy as it could have been as a New York guy. You know, you we could have, we could have had Kentucky, Duke, <clears throat> Michigan State, and then FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson, <laughs> would have been a great, you know, New York story because they're right outside of New York. They beat Purdue. But that's not what we have. It's kind of like last time the regional was at the Garden. Um, we, I believe we could have had a Villanova-Duke regional final and ended up being South Carolina and – I think, it was South, I think it was South Carolina and Florida, right? Florida, yeah. It was an SEC in the yes, garden. Yes. yes. It was the Frank Martin era. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's not quite as sexy. You know, one big storyline is you got two New York City point guards in Tyson Walker and at Michigan State and Marquise Noel at Kansas State. You know, they're both New York City kids, a little undersized, kind of bounced around multiple schools, multiple colleges transferred from mid majors to high majors and now they have their teams in the sweet 16 at the garden um you know i i i i've been impressed by kansas state all season i mean jerome tang's done a great job the keontae johnson story is great for college basketball and you know they they really showed a lot of guts and heart against kentucky there late marquise noel kind of took that game over so um you know, it's you don't want to bet against Tom Izzo in March, but I, I think I'm kind of feeling Kansas State there. Um, you know, Florida Atlantic is out of Conference USA. They've had a tremendous year. Dusty May has been linked to some other jobs, but um, I think you got to pick Tennessee there because even though they lost to Kai Ziegler, who's another New York City point guard, um, you know, they've looked, you know, awfully impressive. The conversation shall continue in a couple of moments. First, let's tell you about our friends at BetUS who want to give you, yes, you, a $50 free bet this weekend for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight by using their online service. They're America's favorite sports book, and you want to take advantage of this offer. Get a free bet with our promo code BRACKET23. Bracket 23 gets you a free $50 bet for the NCAA tournament. You can really use it on anything you want. But why would you not use it on March Madness with all these Sweet 16 games? Whether it's Alabama and San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, Xavier, Texas, Gonzaga, UCLA, UConn, Arkansas, on and on. A free $50 bet awaits you at BetUS. They've got outstanding coverage of all of the sports. They've been America's favorite sports book for going on 30 years. You bet you win. You get paid with BetUS. Free bet awaits you. Use our promo code BRACKET23 for that free bet. BRACKET23 gets you a free $50 bet for the March Madness coverage with BetUS. 
And I was courtside in Orlando. They made a bunch of shots against Duke in that Saturday uh, win. If they shoot like that, they've got a great chance. One more real quick, because I know you got to go, and so do we. Princeton is obviously also the regional tie. They are Friday in Louisville. This is a more athletic team than maybe a lot of people understood watching those two games with Arizona and Missouri. They out-rebounded Adam, as you know. They out-rebounded Missouri by 14 rebounds. They made some shots. Yeah. Princeton's a fun story here. We'll see if it lasts beyond Friday night with Creighton, but it's a fun story. Give me something on that real quick. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of cool here in New York, New Jersey, two years in a row, right? We had St. Peter's a year ago as a 15 seed, got to the Elite Eight, and now it's a year later, and you have two different New Jersey teams, Fairleigh Dickinson and Princeton, um, you know, both winning games, and now Princeton's in the Sweet 16. Obviously, Mitch Henderson, the coach, was on Princeton the last time they won a tournament game. And now he's, you know, back there and making a run. And, you know, they they want to keep going. And, you know, it is it is a cool story for college basketball when an Ivy League team, um, you know, wins games in the tournament. Creighton, you know, is one of these teams that I think they were preseason number nine. Um, a lot of people like them to make a deep run early in the season. Then they struggled. But, you know, kind of like, UConn, they've got a lot of everything. I mean, they've got Ryan Kochbrenner was the Big East Defensive Player of the Year, blocks a lot of shots, alter shots in the middle, you know, great um, point guard play, you know, future pros, Arthur Kaluma, um, Baylor Shireman, the transfer from South Dakota State. Greg McDermott's one of the best coaches in the business, so um, you got to kind of like Creighton in that, and, you know, hey, Big East, three of the final 16, let's we should point out, TJ, that um, the SEC and the Big East both have three teams in the Sweet 16. Big 12 has two. The Big 10, which I'm so tired of hearing about how great they are. During <laughs> your release, let's stop that narrative. Um, they haven't won a title since 2000. They got one team in the Sweet 16 after putting eight in the tournament. And it's enough already with how great the Big Ten is. Always well said on that. Follow him at Adam Zagoria. Read him New York Times, Zags blog uh, as well online. Love that for great insight on everything up out of the New York, uh, New Jersey area. And he will be covering the uh, FAU, Tennessee, Kansas State, Michigan State, East Regional at Madison Square Garden. I always love your insight. Let's rendezvous again in Houston. Cowboy hats, spurs, belt buckles. I don't know about yeah. swimming pool. We'll look around. Let's Thank you, some, my friend, for being with me though here and give me the time and giving me the time here. Yeah, let's get some good Mexican food and some tacos down there too. <laughs> we'll get it all done. Thank you, Adam. All right, TJ. Thanks. All right. So there we go with Adam Zagoria's thoughts. Again, K-State, Michigan State up first on a Thursday night on the floor at the Garden, followed by Florida Atlantic. And I really like their chances to hang in with Tennessee. I saw the balls again at courtside, making all those shots against Duke and Orlando. Uh, last Saturday, I don't know that that continues here. I think uh, John L. Davis and Florida Atlantic can hang right in. They have played a tough enough schedule. They obviously have the Conference USA title win over UAB. They get the opening round win over Memphis, and they beat the 16 seed fairly Dickinson in a hard-fought game just to get to the Sweet 16. Look out for that game as game number two up on the floor. And again, Arkansas-UConn up first in Las Vegas followed by Gonzaga and UCLA. The winners will meet on Saturday. Times to be determined 
in New York and in Sin City coming up. That'll do it for this edition of College Basketball Coast to Coast. We'll come back in to recap these games and preview Friday after all the action is over with Thursday night. The Friday games again with Alabama, San Diego State, Creighton, and Princeton playing in Louisville. Bama is the top seed, heavily favored to get to the Final Four. But will San Diego State or one of the other teams have something to say about that this weekend in the Bluegrass State? Houston and Miami, Xavier and Texas, the other matchup, uh, the other two matchups that are coming in the Midwest Regional uh, with the winners to battle out to go to Houston. Can Houston be back in the Final Four and do so in their home area. They've got two more steps to take. Miami won't be easy in that first game on Friday night. We'll talk all about it on the preview show that is coming up on Friday here for College Basketball Coast to Coast. Thanks to our partners at LastWordOnSports.com for helping promote us. LastWordOnSports.com slash podcast. Don't forget the offer there from our friends at BetUS. Get the $50 free bet with the promo code BRACKET23. $50 free bet at BetUS.com with the promo code BRACKET23. It's yours to use just for signing up. No other obligation. Get that done uh, here as part of College Basketball Coast to Coast. I'm merely TJ Reeves. Enjoy the games in New York and Vegas. We'll be back after it's all over and previewing Friday as well on the nation's college basketball show, College Basketball Coast to Coast.